You're locked into This Is How, created by Nominet and Liberty, helping you access digital careers using tips and stories from the people working at some of the most influential brands, platforms, and publications in culture. For free content, resources, and advice to kickstart your dream career, as well as insider tips direct from our podcast guests and industry experts, head to our platform at thisishow.uk. My name is Walia. I'm a freelance journalist and editor, the founder of a women's basketball collective called The Hackney Gazelles, and occasionally I DJ too. And my name is Alex. I'm a creative director and copywriter working in sportswear and fashion, having previously co-founded the publications of The Daily Street and Crep City magazine. On today's episode, we'll be meeting Kian Robinson, who works as a data strategist at Mixcloud. We love Mixcloud. Big ups. He looks so bashful right now because <laughs> we're just clapping at him. <laughs> oh, cool. Okay, Kian, talk to us. What Hello. is a data strategist? Um, a data strategist is someone who, I guess, plans the way that a company do stuff with data. That's how to explain it in a nutshell. <laughs> that was way more concise than I was expecting. Yeah, me too. I was like, oh, wait, I'm still sipping my drink. <laughs> Caught me off guard. How does that relate to Mixcloud then? Tell us what you do there. So yeah, in the context of Mixcloud, um, I guess it's so. I guess when, when I when I first joined the company, um, a lot of what I did was actually building the tech that we needed to to track every little thing that happens across the apps and the websites. Um, and and now we're sort of focusing on you know how can we use all this stuff that we're collect all this data that we're collecting to improve the apps, improve the websites, um, and achieve. Uh, our goals essentially. So you build that. You built the apps first of all before you start that collect all the data. Um, so it's more like I built the uh, along with the team some the, the tech that we use to to track the data from the apps and the website. So one example would be um, building what we need to track every time someone plays a show and and how how long the show was played for, what the show was, who it was by, and uh, collecting that in a way that we can then. Uh, so that we can then use the data to to do analysis with, which could range from anything from the founders wanting to know how the company is performing to, um, you know, maybe somebody on our um, community team who wants to know um, how successful the DJ shows are on the platform. So it could literally be um, anything. I get it from the community side now. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to understand it because from what I see on like the front page of like Mixcloud, it'll be like mixes of the week, very similar to what Spotify have started mm-hmm. doing. I feel like I I was already used to seeing that because of the way Mixcloud operated. Mm-hmm. Spotify really good with um, the stuff that they do that they, they that they do with data. They've got yeah, they do loads of cool stuff with with that data science team and um, yeah, like sending. All, all their artists like sort of how much um, you know what 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 their stats say really. So yeah, I mean, that's something that you we, guys we, kind of do similar thing. We, yeah, we do a lot of the the same thing for for which our is really cool creators as well. Yeah. I I was low key humble brag. I was front page of Mixcloud. Hey, uh, one of my mixes. Just saying, whatever. It, it was on the charts. Really. <laughs> yeah, it was actually <laughs> nice one. <laughs> Made the R and B charts. <laughs> but it does make you feel good when you get it a does. message from because it feels like you're being looked after by the team so as much as that data that you're saying is being picked up that you're mm-hmm. trying to make the website better for you guys it's also making that user experience better for the user and also feeling like you're part of a community which is a really interesting way of using and collecting data 
For sure. Yeah, it's something that we're trying to do more and more of. I think that the more human you can make it, the more um, engaging the, the platform becomes. How do you make it more human? Yeah, that's an interesting idea. It's like making data human. Making data human. Um, I guess one I guess one area that we're really working on a lot, it's actually the main focus of the company, is this new layer that we're building on top of the platform called um, Select. So, you know, uh, from the company's humble beginnings about 10 years ago, we've mainly been a streaming platform for long-form audio content. So, like radio shows and... and um, uh, podcasts, but uh, this layer on the top, Select, is is is, um, is essentially a fan to creator platform. So it'll the, the whole sort of point is to have this platform that lets audio creators actually make a meaningful income, but also lets fans connect more deeply with their favorite creators. So um, subscribers on on this channel on these Select channels will get to. Um, you know, get access to to content that only the the top fans of that creator can get access to, and also at times maybe even get to to communicate with the creator. Um, so When's really this coming out? We just got a, a little global exclusive. <laughs> yeah, we got a global exclusive, but we're still <laughs> exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> but it's early days. It's very early days. We're still we're still building the thing and and, and trying to prove that it works and that people people want to use it. And what kind of stuff are you using to build this? Um, so there's a, there's a there's a few things we we uh, we use um, Google Cloud um, to build a lot of the infrastructure that Mixcloud runs on. So so we use a lot of Google Tech to uh, build the stuff. So um, Google BigQuery is a is a database that we use. So that's where we store all the data that we use to do the stuff. Uh, Google Data Studio is like a like a visualization tool. So that's what we often use to like put stuff on TVs and make it look pretty or to, to, to send around to you know, maybe less data savvy people in the company. A lot of what I do is um, working with different teams to like, get them the like reports that they sort of need. So m maybe maybe design want to understand how users are flowing through a certain part of the site. I'll build uh, something which maybe visualizes that flow um, so that they can then use to 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 you know, improve improve on on that part of of the product. Have there really been any points into. where you've spotted something, or you've kind of you found a trend or whatever, and then taken it and pitched it in like the other way around? I mean, yeah, like, yeah. I know that, I haven't been told to do this, but I found this out, and you should use it. Yeah, I, I'd I'd say it's actually a, a lot. You do when you're doing analyses all the time, f spot things yeah. that you weren't expecting or opportunities that you didn't think were there, and and yeah, like a lot of it is quite creative work and, and just just like coming up with an idea exploring something after you've you know maybe I'll spot one thing and then I'll dig deeper into that to to see you know what what is going on um, so yeah a hundred percent there's a lot of just pitching ideas into uh, into other people on the team and uh, I guess it's also part of what it's like to work at a startup just mm -hmm. just coming up with fresh ideas is, is, is always it's always a good thing to do so if we're gonna like split up your day and or not even just your day but like overall your role like mm -hmm. to be a strategist or to plan strategy talk me through the kind of pillars of how you plan strategy sure it's a it's a it's a hefty question but yeah. I'll, 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 give, I'll give it a go just easy questions today yeah, yeah. <laughs> full educational strategy in one minute do it now <laughs> yeah so uh i do i do read a lot of stuff online like that there's a lot of um there's some good I guess like a lot of what I do is is um 
is growth is is, is called growth in the, in the tech world. So using data to to grow a, a product. So there are a lot of like, I guess, famous people in that industry uh, who have blogs and, and and Twitter accounts and stuff. So I'll keep I'll keep in touch with what they're writing and and the ideas that that they've had success with. Um, who are some of those people? Uh, so I did a course. Uh, a few of us did a course by by uh, this guy called Brian Balfour, who you know he's grown a bunch of companies to a hundred million, and we did his growth course, like which is all about how to sort of yeah plan growth strategies and uh, test ideas and nice. essentially a lot of what I do. That's really cool. Uh, which, which was it was a really cool course actually. Um, like there's like three three or four hundred of us on it and. It was all remote and there are essentially people from all over the world on this course. Realistically, how long <laughs> would it take for me, average Joe, to become, sorry, average Jane? To mm-hmm. <laughs> average them, I don't know. How long would it take for me to become a data strategist? Like, what do I need to learn? Um, I think, so I, I'd say I only, had, um, I only had two years of experience in data before I joined Mixcloud and it was kind of with that knowledge that I did most of what I've done there. So I'd say like a, a couple of years of working, uh, working with data. Yeah, a couple of years, but I feel working like you're on being very kind though. A couple of years, like talk to me about the software that I'd have to learn. I'm freaking out. Yeah. I'd be like, how would I be able to do this? This sounds mental. Like, how do I actually build a like a, a piece of actual software? Like, what is the software that I would even use to build a piece of software? Yeah, so I, um, I, I'd say like I designed the way that we uh, designed the tech, but uh, got our product team to to actually to actually build it. So I, I, I don't know how to like write the code to build the tech. Like I'm not that well versed. I'm not a, I'm not an engineer per se. Um, but I guess yeah, like I'd say a couple of years. A couple of years of like really working with this tech and getting a deep understanding of it is 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 enough to sort of design a system like that. Does that calm you down? I mean, you don't have to code it yourself. Yeah, you don't have to code it yourself. I, I that did, sounds I, I great. Was, I was yeah. working with a, I was working with a lot of people on on this stuff. There are people to help. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. That sounds fantastic. Um, <laughs> yeah, if you're like me, freaking out, and you're listening, and like, how the hell would I do that? Deep breaths as well. It's okay. We don't need to have an anxiety attack. Someone else will build it. But mm-hmm. you need to obviously learn how to communicate what the thing is that you want to build. So is yeah. there like kind of like software that you would kind of have to understand? Like, what software will you is your fave to use to kind of maneuver through all of these kind of things? Yeah. So um, I guess. Yeah, you need to you need to understand how to to write SQL. It's like the SQL. Um, it's like a, a database language. It's it's a it's a way of uh, speaking to tables <laughs> with a computer. Well, what does that mean? Yeah, hold on. Yeah, why do you want to talk to tables? <laughs> I have no idea what that means. I was yeah. actually just looking at like I guess table, the actual table. table. Yeah. Uh, no, like well, tables well, of like tables information. Tables of data stored somewhere. Okay. So, so they let you ask things of data. So that that's probably the the language that I use. The, it's pretty much the only coding language that I use. SQL is, is SQL, SQL, um, and then besides that, like to be honest, I don't actually do much coding at all myself. It's really just using uh, technology that that I know stuff about. So, so Data Studio is actually more visual um, than it is writing code. It's it's building nice um, graphs with, with with data. So th- there's a lot of that. Um, and then besides that, it's really just 
um, a lot of strategy and, and communicating what I want to do uh, to to engineers who 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 are actually building the tech and and they 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 actually did a lot of the work in figuring out how to build it, writing the code to do to do um, why okay. sort of envisaged. Kim's so humble. It's <laughs> very sweet, but you have to actually think of the idea to allow the engineer to implement that into yeah something and, and communicate useful. communicate in a way that makes sense to them. As I'm well. like so much mm. less like panicked now. I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> yeah. you're gonna have to learn so much code. But that's interesting in that if you're thinking about becoming a strategist, it you have to have a deeply like you know problem solving yeah. strategy sort of game on the like, nice thing about being a strategist yeah. is is you don't have to touch things right you, you, you just you just do the strategy here's the game plan <laughs> I love it just, cool. just here's the, the game strategy. plan So let's rewind behind, like before Mixcloud. Mm -hmm. What did you study at uni? Did you go to uni? Like, when yeah. did? What was your path to becoming a data strategist? Yeah, so uh, I had no. Yeah, when I was before I applied to uni, I had no idea what I wanted to do. As most people, uh, choose as most what people you want to do. do for the rest of your life at eighteen. Yeah, insane. Lay out question. your plan right now. Crazy question, right? So I was just really good at maths naturally when I was at school. So just thought it'd be sensible to apply to, to uh, a course which had a lot of maths to it and uh, yeah I didn't mind economics at the time so I did economics and statistics at UCL. In a nutshell economics is the study of money, um, statistics is the study of probability and, and, and um, how to analyze data. Right. Um, I feel like you do that a lot in econ as well. You do it a lot. So, so, the, so the two went, um, the two went quite well together. Uh, and I did, I did this at, at UCL, and it was, it was a really tough, really tough course. What Kian is to trying do. to tell us, <laughs> listeners, is that he's a very clever boy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a humble brag, right? It's a humble brag. I mean, it's a really hard course, though. It's a worthy brag. It's yeah. really hard. Uh, I, I really didn't enjoy it, actually. For, did you not? For, I, didn't really, I, didn't, I really didn't, in, didn't enjoy the first two years um, to the point where my third year I tried to do as little economics as possible, <laughs> which which uh, got so I, I ended up doing um, behavioral economics and. Um, experimental economics, which are more psychology um, okay. modules, I've heard that's really. really. Cool. Uh, and and I yeah, I I really found um, that area of, of the degree really interesting. So um, behavioral economics is really all about um, how people make decisions um, with with money, and and also proving how humans don't always make rational decisions. Um, and experimental economics is kind of. It's kind of the same thing, essentially. How did that then shift from that to doing data strategy in music? Um, so, uh, yeah, I was on a course with a bunch of people who wanted to become bankers, which just annoyed me more and more and more whilst I was doing whilst I was doing the degree because no one could believe that I didn't want to make lots of money in the city. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I knew I didn't want to do economics by the end of the degree. Um, was still very into music, but I had no idea how I might get into that at the time. Um, there was um there's like a student fair outside uh, UCL um, when I finished and and there was a mixed card stand there and no I was like, you know that internship that internship is mine. I've already got a mixed card account. There's no other DJs on my course. Like I'm getting this thing and uh, I went this up. Already so sounds nice. like a movie, right? Nice. When, when I, when so I basically nice. went up to the store and 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 uh, yeah, gave him my CV, um, gave my two cents and. Yeah, had had an internship uh, at Mixcloud, which I guess was like my first foot in working in tech and sort of working in a 
music oh, wow. capacity. It's a cool internship as well. Yeah, man. So you actually started with Mixcloud and you kind of come full circle. Yeah, exactly. That's really cool. So yeah, I, like, I, like I, had a, I had a great internship there where I was kind of a, a generalist, just, just, just doing, just working on different areas and... Um, the team is much, much smaller than they are now. Um, so, yeah, there wasn't really a role for me when I finished, but um, I always kept in touch um, after. So, Good tip. Yeah. Keep in touch. If you like somewhere and you've enjoyed <laughs> working with people, even if you're just hollering at them on Facebook or whatever, like Insta, you're DMing someone and they've been helping you out in your career or whatever, you should keep in touch with them because yeah, every time you hit them up and say, oh, I've been working on this or you've noticed what they're doing, people take that on board and they want to be a little bit more in business with you because it, business isn't just like numbers, this and this. It's also about creating relationships with people because you don't want to work with someone that you think is really lame or you just don't want to hang out with them. <laughs> yeah. It's true. You have to spend so a lot true. of time with people when you work with them. So yeah. you, might, you need to enjoy spending time with them. So holler at people if you really yeah, like working I mean, with them. Uh, you're keeping in touch with them got me a bunch of freelance work with Mixcloud um, and also with with a bunch of other companies so yeah uh, 100% rec recommend just just keeping the people that you like working with as close as possible because I think it's easy to look at these internships and think like if I don't get a job straight out the back of it was it even worth it but it's good to see like it definitely is from your perspective and well, it's, you've just got to pick the right company, I guess, isn't it? Yeah, the thing I job straight after working for um, Mixlad as an intern, um, but then found a role at um, an ad ag uh, an advertising agency after that, and they were like one of the first um, digital agencies to to specialize in Facebook ads. Um, so yeah, that was quite it was quite an interesting time. Um, <laughs> While space just there, yeah. <laughs> the eye roll. <laughs> Oh, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't mean to eye roll. It's just the <laughs> Facebook ads are. Yeah. We will get into it. It's a dark term. Please continue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a, lot, there's a lot to be said. Um, so yeah, one of the first agencies to do Facebook ads, um, this was probably around uh, 2000, 2014 that, that I was doing, doing this. And yeah, like at the time, Facebook ads was still quite a new thing. Uh, so it was quite quite an exciting time really to be working in that space. We were kind of yeah, as an agency, making it up as we went along, because because no one else really specialized in in Facebook ads, and yeah, like got to um, it was quite a confusing job as well, because I was running ads for loads of different companies, so uh, my moral compass was all over the shop, because I'd be doing <laughs> ads for charities, but then also doing ads for gambling companies at the same time, which so yeah, weird. really messes with that you. Is um, but it's also quite quite interesting. Um, so yeah. how do you navigate doing? A charity ad I'm guessing that that actually does feel really fulfilling when you're yeah, like oh yeah, yeah. yeah this person would be Win. really interested yep. in giving to this because we've seen from their data that they've given or that they've put yeah, down so that they've given to a number of charities exactly so you use data to, to try yeah push people to donate to a charity how do you sell to the gambler <laughs> she's afraid to ask <laughs> Ooh, well much much it's much much easier to target um, gambling ads because um, you know it's obvious based on your online behavior um, if you like gambling or not just based on the sites that you've that you've visited yeah. so if you've gone on paddy power about this four times a, a yeah. day so then you, more likely to be getting a Facebook ad yeah. so your exactly. first your first like proper job out of uni kind of showed you like the good and dark side of Data. Moral scale. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got like dropped in the deep end. Yep. Pick your side. <laughs> I mean, talk to us a little bit about picking that side because I think a lot of people 
when you're listening to this, there is a responsibility that comes with collecting so much data that yeah. you are holding people's personal interests, their dislikes, their personality. Essentially, you're holding their entire character within. It's not just numbers. That these numbers mean something. How do you then, when you start realizing that these numbers mean something, then figure out how to make meaningful decisions about those numbers? Yeah, that's a good question. It actually took me quite a while to to get to the point where. Uh, yeah, I, I felt really uncomfortable with, with what was going on. Um, so yeah, it was, I guess like a year, yeah, a year and a half of, of like working with different, um, gambling companies that I got to the point where I was like, yeah, this is just weird. Uh, I'm cle- clearly, we're clearly targeting people who shouldn't be getting ads to, to gambling. And, so scary. um, Around around that point, like luckily, um, so like the agency started to get really corporate. I was like right out the door um, as we were doing more and more gambling stuff. So I got out the door uh, as I sort of was feeling worse and worse about um, the the kind of campaigns that I was working on. Um, I told my friend about some of the stuff that we were doing, and uh, he was actually interning at the Guardian at the time. This is just after I left. Um, this this agency and he ended up writing an article about the gambling ads that we were running uh which went on the front page of the guardian Ooh. on print and online oh uh, my nice and <laughs> nice little drop there uh, in print and online uh, and, and me, me and my mate had no idea this, that this was going to happen like he didn't even know that it was going to get uh published at the time um, so you were like an accidental whistleblower overnight i yeah accidentally became uh, a whistleblower, yeah, and it was quite, quite, it was quite <laughs> this mental. This is so mad. <laughs> it's so mad. I mean, but then that's the importance of data. Like, um, I think you will have to get to a certain point. You, you guys should be careful. Like, what are your interests, and don't let other people steer you yeah. away from becoming something that intrinsically you're not inside yourself. And yeah. like, you did something about it. Tell us more yeah, about I... this whistleblowing because you can't really just casually drop that you did some Batman front page <laughs> front Guardian page. print edition. Right. This is crazy. Fresh out of uni and just like, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> This is wrong. <laughs> Impact on the industry. <laughs> Straight up. So, yeah, we obviously, like, had no idea that I was going to get that kind of reaction. Um, the gam- Like, basically, I guess it was quite topical. Like, there are a lot of, I guess, examples of companies using data in a, yeah, um, yeah, in an insincere, insincere way. Um, but, yeah, the timing of it all sort of led to pretty much every gambling company responding to the article and ITV getting in Amazing. touch with me to say to to my mate, we need to speak to this guy who you got your intel from oh my God. Uh, for our gambling special. Um, so a couple of days after we got the front page, I was like in a hood on ITV <laughs> talking about all the stuff that I used to do in my, my old job, uh, wow. running campaigns for, for online gambling sites. That's, That's jokes. crazy. I love this. Yeah. This is the movie. Been, it, yeah, you're, the movie's happening. <laughs> She, she's like now out. doing your movie. <laughs> I, I, I genuinely, genuinely was like, "Oh my god, are my old bosses gonna?" Yeah. Have Did me, you fear have for your killed? career? In that? <laughs> I didn't. Well, I didn't fear for, for my career because I'd already, I'd already left and had no plans on working in the gambling industry in any sort of way. Yeah. After that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so I'm good I'm with the gambling industry. That. Now. Burn that bridge. <laughs> <laughs> I was more like, is, "Is a gambling company gonna find out my name and?" Uh, 
Yeah, they <laughs> seem finally physically disappear. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. do seem morally questionable. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to exactly. be fair, that is actually a, yeah. a big concern. I'd be worried as well. Big up to you, though. That's a really cool thing to do with the knowledge that you'd acquired so early on in your career to actually have those conversations with the people around you and just be like, this doesn't feel right. Uh, and like go with your gut. Because you are seeing so much in terms of like, like we were saying earlier about forecasting, you are seeing a lot of what happens and the characters of not only the people that you're interacting mm -hmm. with, but the client and the community yeah. that you're interacting with. And so. I think, especially when you're working in tech or doing something quite complex, it's easy to to not take a step back and look at the bigger picture at like what you're doing and what you're supporting, right? Um, and yeah, like... In working on the charities, I felt fine with what I was doing for, for quite some time. And it was, yeah, it took a while to, yeah. I think now I probably perhaps would have stepped, taken a step back much, much sooner and, yeah. and realized that some of what say, I was doing was, was, was quite wrong. It must have been a huge learning curve for you, that yeah, job and that been. whole experience. And like, yeah. how has that affected or is it affecting your career moving forwards? Um, yeah, so uh, I think working in that sort of, um, marketing like fast-paced environment um before doing all the data stuff gave me quite a broad grounding um so yeah like now now i'm sort of working with data but having worked with all sorts of companies helping them promote things on the internet i think yeah that's given me a much yeah broader view on on what i do for sure I'm quite like, be careful the mentors you choose now, right? Because you must have met people then when, I mean, it can't have been the first time that you were like, isn't this a bit weird? And yeah. that there will be certain yeah, people right? who would just keep going and they're like, whatever. So mm -hmm. how do you choose the right mentors, especially when you're talking about collecting so much information? It must be really important to choose some like pretty solid and grounded people. How do you find those people? Yeah, well, I mean, like, uh, I didn't have many mentors when I when I when I worked for that first company, which probably explains why why I was in, was was in the role for, for over a year, um, but yeah, I I think uh, yeah, choosing choosing a good mentor is 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 always always like a a good thing to do, and and uh, yeah, like uh, I guess like after that after that first role, I um, yeah, I've had some great mentors over the year. Now's your Name time to plug them. Yeah, Name them and thanks. tell us how you found them and whereabouts. Yeah, so um, I guess. Uh, like the first mentors in my working career was were, were probably um, the, the the people I met at, at Mixcloud because that was like the, the first first uh, work experience. So yeah, I kept them close as I mentioned earlier, um, and then yeah, at, at Snowplow um, again, yeah, there were, there were a bunch of great people who um, I like personally made an effort to to, to speak to and, and get ideas from and, and I think I think that's um yeah a big I think a big part of it is actually making the effort to to get a lot out of the, the relationship, you know, like ask them questions, um send them things to to sort of give you an opinion on. So to really make an effort for it to be sort of for there to be a, a fruitful um exchange. That's mm. good advice. That is really good advice. Are there any people that you feel like would be open to any of our listeners? Like if they wanted to hold yeah. them with like any of their own sort of strategy, data strategy points and be like, oh, I, I heard you on this podcast and I'd really like to talk to so-and-so. And could someone even hollow you? Yeah, how easy yeah, is that? I, I, mean? so I, I, I think anyone interested 
in 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 an area um, in tech should just feel free to 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 maybe you know respond to an article or or send someone a message on Twitter because I, I feel like people in the community really like to talk and a lot of people just don't don't ask and if you don't ask you don't you don't get that's so, a good yeah, point yeah. so yeah just, just feel free just... to ask the worst that could happen is you just don't get a reply yeah yeah, true. yeah. Very true. and you're still in exactly the same position anyway yeah, yeah exactly Lost nothing. So it's only true. gains <laughs> you can only win big gains start now <laughs> yeah come talk to Kian our vigilante uh, you can holler at him yeah you, you <laughs> can holler at me you can holler at me yeah he'll tell <laughs> you how to whistle teach you how to be a whistleblower fantastic <laughs> 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 What resources are you using in your job on like a day to day? You've mentioned a few. There was that Google one. There's Google BigQuery. There's um, which is the, the database. There's like uh, Data Studio, which is the the visualization tool. So what we the, use to put stuff on TVs. Yeah. Um, there's a there's a there's a there's a few to be honest. There's a so indicative is this thing that um, actually you, 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 this is on the on the on the topic of making data easier for other people. Um, indicative is this thing that we use that uh, lets you, you know, pull a report together, but by dragging and dropping things in a, u in a user interface. So it essentially opens data up to people who don't know how to write code. There's um, the software called R, which again, is, is something that you, you'd want, you'd probably use if you were more techie, more into your data science, but that's completely free. Uh, anyone can download that. I think and, we've and heard about R before, yeah, right? And R Studio, is it R Studio? Yeah, R Studio, yeah. Um, yes. same. Oh my gosh, you really have to get R, so guys. Sweet. It's like almost urgent now. So if someone's <laughs> listening to this and they're like, I've got no idea what you're on about, but I'm interested, I want to try it out. Mm -hmm. R is a good place to R's, start. R is a good, R's a good place to start. Any other resources they can go and learn more about? YouTube they should subscribe to or anything? Um, I I just say um, Medium. Do you, really? do you, do you know the yeah, Do you yeah. know the site? Yeah, the the platform Medium is really great for just tutorials on how to use loads of tech. Like people write a lot of guides there. That, that and, and I, I've actually used a lot of guides off off Medium to to do my work. Oh, is it? Yeah. Mm. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that is free. I actually wanted to say one other thing about uh, getting information and, and planning and stuff that. Think you might guys be you guys might be interested in. I think community is a big aspect. So I keep in touch with a lot of tech and like data communities on like things like Slack or Facebook cool. groups where I can talk to other people who are doing similar things or who or who have maybe encountered similar problems to me. Um, so yeah, I'm often chatting with other people who do similar things to me online. Fab. Which uh, really is really really helpful. I think a lot of people don't put much stock in how helpful that is. Yeah. And if you're listening, like that is how to create a network for yourself. And how easy is it to get into these communities? Uh, pretty easy. So like, uh, I think the, the one that I probably use the most is this thing called the, the Measure Slack. And it's like, a, it's like a Slack group full of data scientists, tech growth guys, all sorts of people just in this one chat room. And you can just pop questions in there uh, and like you, you can join for free as long as you're working in the industry. Like it's pretty... Pretty low barriers to entry. So that's a pretty good shout. For those that don't know, Slack is like a work chat forum. Like app. work chat, but like WhatsApp, but work. Yeah, you can also you can also join it for free and just join these these public groups that, that exist. So that's uh, a good shout. Okay, so like going off everything that you've told us, we're really excited to see your CV. This yes. is really serious. Like, take it seriously. Feeling the pressure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> feels like a like a extra pressure job interview. Yeah, it really. For those listening, Kian, follow, like 
filled it in just before we started recording. And we were just so staring fresh, at him. So it's fresh, the ink's dried. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> just stared at him no all the way pressure. through. No pressure. No pressure. Fill it out now. <laughs> right, let's flip it over. Let's go. Name. <laughs> I always feel like, do we need to read that bit out? Kian Robinson. You can be found at... At not Kian underscore. Underscore. <laughs> underscore. But he is Kian. Okay, job data strategist. We've gone over that. We're good. That's correct. Good. That's Company, true. Mixcloud, That's correct. Also true, I've actually yes. got a red pen in my hand, so I could be ticking this off. <laughs> this is very correct. true. So All far, of these so things good. are true. Career highlight. Joining Mixcloud. Oh, after interning. Okay, so the second part. Talk us through. Yeah, I guess... Uh, yeah, it was a nice turning point for me because um, I guess I didn't ever, yeah, I wasn't planning necessarily to, to work for them straight away. And it's just nice to, to sort of come back five years later after doing loads of loads of stuff. And um, it's nice to also be back having seen the company explode and, and grow so much. So I think they were just trying to plug Mixcloud right now. <laughs> I'm seeing through this stuff. All right, well, let's, let's talk about his best failure then. That's what you want, obviously. <laughs> yeah, obviously. <laughs> and it's a good one. Uh, accidentally spending £10,000 per day instead of £100 per day on yep. a Facebook ad. What? <laughs> yeah, I did that. For how long? How many days? Um, it was for two days. So, luckily... Uh, 20 grand overspent? We weren't, we weren't able to spend 10 grand on the second day, but we overspent by at least 15 grand. And, <laughs> at least. <laughs> and because it was Facebook, there was no getting that money back. They don't no, tell you when you, you accidentally type water. three zeros and press enter, <laughs> which we complain about because they definitely should. <laughs> Obviously, we didn't want to spend <laughs> 10 grand on an ad for, it was for Iceland Foods, you know, like the, the supermarket. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah, like quite clearly we didn't want to spend 10 grand on one little ad for them. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty bad. so funny. Oh, I'm sure it was not funny at all yeah. at the time. I'm rallying yeah. back. I'm loving that. Yeah. Story, yeah. I'm rallying back. Was I, us. I it's like great. it. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> you seem like a really good employee. This is coming back for me. Yeah. <laughs> it was their fault. <laughs> We're totally um, It was so catastrophic that I didn't actually get in any trouble. They were like, fair enough. Like, <laughs> Yo, yeah. that's so much money for everyone to just be like, no. Oh, well. Lol, never mind. <laughs> yeah. Don't was about keyboard. it. He's rallied back. I'm into it now. Let's go. Why should we hire you? It says, wait, I'm shaped? T-shaped. T-shaped? I'm T-shaped. Yeah. <laughs> Very big brag. Okay. <laughs> You're T-shaped. What does that mean? Uh, in... It, I guess in in tech it means that you don't just um, specialize in one thing. Like you, you you you've got quite a broad background, so maybe you did you worked in a few different roles. I love before. that. It was a really oh specific God. brag. Yeah, it really That's is a specific brag. I like it. He went on, he went in on the brag like it was like he was on a dating profile, but only for data. Like yeah, the yeah, data yeah. people. <laughs> I'm T shaped. Yeah, that, that'd be that'd be my like my headline. Under yeah. my profile picture. If you get it, we'll get on. If not, you're out. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I did not get it, but it's fine. I'm learning. <laughs> I'm in Amazing. it. I'm in it now. It's fine. Well, thanks for filling that out. That that failure is Yeah, brilliant. you got That's the job. It's the failure. You got the job. Yeah. Yeah. Funny, like, the, the failure was the easiest thing to, to come up with. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, that sticks <laughs> yeah. out like a sore thumb, right? <laughs> 
You've been listening to This Is How, created by Nomina and Liberty, your essential rundown on figuring out a path into digital careers for the brands you love. Head over to our website to listen back to our other episodes, find the industry role you're most suited to, and discover free training to help you get the job you want. Thank you so much, Kian. Yeah, thanks for having me. This has been so fab. Round of applause in the studio. Yes. You've been fab. Our favourite thing. (laughs) That makes everyone uncomfortable. (laughs) 